Tigran actually just are indeed dependent upon our experiences in life, and without which we cannot make progress in life. They come in different forms and sizes, depending on your current life circumstances. Hello everyone, you are welcome to another episode of Zoolest Talks, your amazing, inspiring, motivational talk show. My name is Odemila Michael, and I'm so delighted to be with you at this time for a brand new episode of my podcast. I hope you all are having a great week. Whenever you are listening to me, I want you to know that I appreciate your effort and the time you spend listening to every episode I make, and I love you. And if this is the first time of listening to me, you're highly welcome. Kindly look below this page my previous episodes because I know you're going to love them. Alright guys, today I'll be talking about overcoming challenges with vigor. I'll start by asking you this question. Is it possible for someone to be competent in overcoming challenges? Alright, to further ponder this question, let's do a 3 minute exercise. And think about your closest associates, maybe your family members, friends, your business colleagues, you know, your colleagues at work. Now, is there any among them you know that is very good in problem solving? As in very precise when it comes to providing solution to any kind of problem. But if there is, if you can picture that person in your mind, and that's a good example of someone who is competent in solving problems or overcoming challenges. I know you may be wondering, how do you always come up with solutions to problems or even difficult tasks? Well, I used to do that as well. You know, you see some people sometimes it's like they have answers to every question. In their presence, solutions just find a way to come out. You know, it's just so amazing. Where others struggle so much to provide answers to minor problems or even get frustrated at times, but these ones, they provide it with ease. I used to wonder that as well, although I've discovered for myself that some are blessed with that as a gift, you know, it's part of their natural gift. Why others learn it, you know, try their best to do a lot of things to master the art of solving problems. They go a long way to learn that as a skill. Alright, for starters, I would like you to think about these things. I figured out our challenges are indeed the bedrock of all our experiences in life, and without which we cannot progress in life. They come in different forms and sizes depending on your current life circumstances. You know, you know what I'm talking about. We all face challenges in life. But the mistake so many people make is to dislike them. You don't have to dislike them. You have to accept them. You have to know that they are part of life. Without them, you cannot progress. Or some even try to run away from them because they feel running away is the best way to avoid them. You cannot avoid the challenge. You cannot avoid the problem. In life, so long as you're alive, you must only face problems. The only time you challenges exist to come to us as human beings, I feel this when we are dead. <laughs> well, that's a fact. For this reason, running away is never the best solution. Now, to better improve your ability to solve problems of any kind, here are my suggestions. The first thing I would like to talk about is you need to accept all challenges. You need to try to accept all challenges. And the first thing I've discovered that can help you to overcome challenges with confidence and a relaxed mind is by putting an awareness in your mind that they are real and natural. You need to always evaluate them by trying your best to be very attentive to whatever is happening around you and try to live in the present. Avoid focusing on your past failures or problems. 
you can rather learn from them and flow with the present situations. Do not allow yourself to suffocate in past errors, whether self-inflicted or not, because your happiness depends on that. And also your creativity comes alive in happy moments. Guys, this is a fact. Happiness helps you to relax your mind and ignite your intuitive ability of mindfulness and proactiveness. Think about that. Alright, the second strategy I would like to talk about is breaking them into smaller pieces. Breaking them into smaller pieces. Alright, there are so many ways to tackle problems, but one way that will ensure that you are in total control of your problems is by breaking them down into smaller pieces. Yeah, you heard me right on that. You need to try to break them down into smaller pieces. Because once you break them down into smaller pieces, you see your problems clearer and it will be easier for you to even provide solutions. Okay, the first thing you need to do is to try to be calm first of all, relax your mind, and decide to tackle them maybe from the biggest to the smallest, or from the smallest to the biggest. Either way work perfectly. Doing so will help you see the problem clearer and also craft a realistic solution to combat it. Now when a problem is broken down, it automatically expands itself. And when this happens, your subconscious mind and creativity will be very vibrant. And any solution you craft out afterward is always accurate. <laughs> I tell you what, guys, the accuracy is very intact. I've done this before, I've tried it in several occasions, and I've come to realize to myself that this is something that works perfectly. Alright, it's just like using a microscope to view your problem, to try to clarify your reaction and using your solutions. Trust me, your ability to repeat this process and master it will enable you to always nip your problems in the bud. Guys, so the next time you find yourself in the midst of challenges, instead of allowing your amygdala to wallow in despair and fear and even confusion, try to relax your mind and break them into smaller pieces. But the third thing I would like to talk about today is meditation. Hey, you heard me right on that. Meditation. I believe that this is one health package that is highly underrated. Have you ever tried meditation before? If you have, you already know where I'm headed. It's one physical exercise that engages your cerebrum to function faster than usual. Now, research has it that the more you meditate, the better your ability to reason fast and provide solutions to problems around you. It's not like magic, it is real, it is happening, something God has blessed us with, but so many of us are not using it. Now, meditation helps to enhance your intuitive ability and boost your creativity. It helps to also increase your reasoning power to be very active and provide solutions faster and with ease. Meditation helps to improve your mindfulness and decreases your forgetfulness. Isn't that interesting? So if you find yourself in a situation where you always forget things easily, I assure you to meditate regularly and you'll see yourself that your mindfulness will increase and as well your self-awareness. And those who engage in regular meditation embrace challenges with confidence and are always accurate in their projections. To them, providing solutions is more like a game than a task. <laughs> Imagine that. I invite you to study more on meditation and add it to your daily routine. And I assure you that there will be difference in your reasoning ability to solve problems faster. 
All right, the top, the fourth thing I would like to talk about is connecting the dots. Connecting the dots. Now, the next time you are faced with a particular problem, ask yourself this question: Have this problem occurred before? Maybe sometimes in your life, or is there someone around you that faced a similar challenge or problem, and the person was able to you know, overcome that challenge? If it has occurred to you before, how did you go about it? Did you, were you able to solve the problem? Or did you fail? If you were able to solve the problem, what did you do? If you failed, what did you do? Or what can you now do better to help you succeed? Or if you know someone that is around you that faced a similar challenge, what did they do? You know, sometimes going back and forth in the midst of challenges helps you to resolve that challenge perfectly. Because some problems keep recurring in life. Most definitely because of unchanged habits, you know, and routines. Although others can be new due to progress you've made in life. However, reflecting your mind to your past experience and that of those around you could end up becoming a solution to your immediate problem. Guys, think about that. Very interesting. Trust me guys, your ability to master this technique will help you to always connect the dots and stay focused and miss many challenges that life will throw at you. And it also has the way of helping you to increase your faith, your hope and patience in all ramifications of life. Alright everyone, that will be all for today. Thanks so much for taking our time to listen to this episode and I hope you've enjoyed this, today's topic. You know, I'm so happy that we were able to do this together. Thank you for your time. Before I leave, I would like to drop and also do a recap of our high notes. Now remember, to overcome challenges with vigor, you have to first accept all challenges that life throws at you, then try to break them into smaller pieces, do meditation, and try to see how you can connect the dots. Try to see how you can apply either of these strategies and see if there will be a difference in the way you solve problems. Alright guys, that will be all for today. Thank you so much for your time and your effort. It's a Demila Michael. And I know that this episode has been thrilling. If you enjoy my podcast, take time to share with your friends around, family members, and they may also get inspired as well. And I hope to be with you again shortly for another brand new episode. Do have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. someone who is easily lured into something by friends, family, or associates, and in the end you always lose something valuable, like money and reputation, or you end up regretting your actions later. Hello everyone, you're welcome to Zoneless Talks, your inspiring motivational talk show. My name is Odemila Michael. I'm so delighted to be with you once again for another thrilling episode of my podcast. I hope you all are having a great week. Wherever you are listening to me, I want you to know that I'm very grateful and I love you. Thank you for your sacrifice and for the effort you put in place to make sure you listen to every of my brand new episodes. And if this is your first time of listening to me, you're highly welcome. Can you look below this page and listen to my previous episodes? I'm sure you're going to love them. Alright everyone, what if there's something you need to know that if applied well, it definitely improve the quality of your life and guarantee you success beyond measures. 
I know what's going on in your head right now. What could that be? Well, I'm talking about no other thing than self-discipline. So the topic of today will be on the power of self-discipline. I hope you all are ready for this one. And if you are, relax your mind and try to enjoy this episode. Herbert Hubert, a renowned American writer and philosopher, describes self-discipline as the ability to make yourself to do what you should do, when you should do it, whether you like it or not. Now, this brilliant quote is exactly what comes to my mind each time I think of self-discipline. And of all the attributes you can never think of to aid your decision-making, goals, and performance, self-discipline stands at the bedrock of them all. Because your entire life formation depends on it. And your ability to develop this attribute will certainly lead to freedom and progress. Another brilliant writer I love so much that spoke about self-discipline even in his books and other write-ups that he has put up is Brian Tracy. And in his book titled Million Dollar Habits, Brian Tracy shared one important idea about the law of control. I want you to take time to reflect on this statement. You feel happy about yourself to the degree to which you feel you are in control of your own life. Wow, very brilliant amazing. One interesting thing that happened to me the first day I came across this quote was that I kept asking myself this question, am I in total control of my life? I learned a great deal pondering that statement. And it made me to realize my shortcomings and vulnerability as well. And since that day, I decided from that day to highly discipline myself in all my conducts. Doing so helped me redefine my decisions and desist from negative attitude I was having in my life. Yes, although it wasn't very easy because most of them were already habits, but I took them one at a time and the success story for me was very massive. Now how about you? What is your own answer to that million dollar question? Are you in control of your life? If you know you are, good for you. But if you're not, then this message is for you. And here is how to know if you are in total control of your life. Think about this. Are you someone who is easily lured into something by your friends, family, or associates? And in the end, you always lose something valuable like money and reputation. Or you end up regretting your actions later. Or are you the type that cannot say no to the requests and pressures of others around you, even when you know the situation won't favor you in any way? Or do you find yourself failing in simple tasks like waking up in the morning, eating healthy, cleaning up your house, controlling the house you spend in social media, saving money, procrastinating important decisions, and so on? You know, these things does happen. But if you find yourself always falling into the trap of these things, dear friend, I assure you that you are not in total control of your life. Now, why do you need to be in total control of your life? My answer to this question is to guarantee you freedom, happiness, and enhance your creativity and avoid a low self-esteem. And to ensure your self-esteem is always high, you must know when to say yes and no to anyone or activities that will favor you in any way. Those who have mastered this act of discipline are always in peace with themselves. 
And just as Jimmy Ron, a renowned American writer and motivational speaker once said, success is nothing more than a few simple discipline practice every day. I totally agree with him because you cannot measure success without discipline. For discipline is the life wire that connects success with performance in any level of life. I've also realized that there are two types of personalities in the world today, those who are highly disciplined and those who are not. However, conducted research and reviews prove that individuals with high level of discipline excel more than others in their food who are not. It is either you choose to embrace it now or you might regret it in the future. The choice is yours. And that brings me to why do you need to focus on self-discipline any other than any other thing in your life? Why? Why do you need to focus on self-discipline than any other thing in your life? Or what, does the, what are the benefits that you stand to gain if you are always disciplined in your conduct? And the first thing I would like to talk about is self-discipline will help you work better with goals. To the Roosevelt once said, with self-discipline, all things are possible. Without it, even the simplest goal can seem like the impossible dream. Now, research has it that those who are highly disciplined in their careers are always goal-setters and goal-getters. The obvious reason behind this fact is because they focus more on mastering simple tasks that will help them to accomplish their goals, no matter the challenges that comes with it. They focus on simple daily activities and habits to improve their performance and worry less on failures. A good example is a man who wants to increase his shape and muscles. Now, to accomplish that, he must set a goal to spend several hours working out in the gym and endure the pains that comes with it and as well eat a healthy diet. Without this disciplined routine, it would be highly impossible for him to succeed. Alright, think about this statement by Jim Rohn. He said, Discipline is the bridge between goal and accomplishment. <laughs> I love this statement. Now, understand that the bridge he made here that comes from discipline is focus, grit, willpower, and resilience, without which giving up on any goal is inevitable. Now, when you are highly disciplined, you always plan with purpose, and your commitment to accomplish them will be very strict. You will always find yourself that things will be very easy for you to accomplish. You will always find it easy to bridle your appetite until your goals are accomplished. You will worry less of distractions because your focus will be driven by positive emotions and optimism to persevere to the end. Even when you fail, bouncing back will be very easy because you are not used to failure and your system is already designed to absorb failure and succeed in the end. Alright, the second thing I would like to talk about, which is very significant, is self-discipline influences mindfulness. Guys, how often do you forget to pray, brush your teeth, skip breakfast, appear late for meetings, forget to polish your shoes while going out, and so on? And you can agree with me that these are simple daily routines that can make or mar one's personality one way or the other. Now, funny enough, some people, it is a norm. Although they know it's a bad habit, but they are so used to it and don't see a way out of it anytime soon. 
Like you find yourself always guilty of forgetting simple things like that, you lack the discipline of mindfulness. Alright guys, think about this was of Tim Harris, an American author and entrepreneur. I love this quote so much. He said, I value self-discipline by creating systems that make it next to impossible to misbehave is more reliable than self-control. I value self-discipline, but creating systems that make it next to impossible to misbehave is more reliable than self-control. Very brilliant quote. I hope you got the message. And just as he rightly observed, to improve your mindfulness, you must create a system to discipline your mind and help you to always remember simple tasks. People set alarms to wake up early in the morning. Some use daily planners to capture their daily routines. I know so many who read paragraphs or books several times to really understand the message or memorize important things to commit it to their hearts. Another set of people that I love so much are those who practice affirmations to increase their level of concentration. Now, all these people have decided to endure the pains and difficulty to promote a disciplined lifestyle and add more value to their personality. I'm sure they do so to avoid embarrassment and future regrets. Just like someone who has a habit of always turning up late in meetings who one day miss a very golden opportunity to progress in life because of that late coming habit. Now, if you find yourself in this category of persons, I would like you to reflect on these quotes by Jim Rohn also. And think about what you know said here. Everyone must choose one of the two pains the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Everyone must choose one of two pains the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The fact is, the more you allow yourself to keep forgetting simple things in your life, as mentioned before before now, you might be exposing yourself to greater failures in life. Now, the third thing I would like to talk about, which is very significant, is self-discipline will help you reduce fear and anxiety. I love this. And I know you're going to love it too. One experience I had after my secondary school days that I think it will be very difficult for me to forget easily. Is what happened to me while I was called as the youth leader of my church. I was asked to give a speech to address the youth. Now, I prepared for that speech. But on that day, I struggled to find the right words and stammered so bad that almost everyone in the congregation laughed at me. <laughs> I got back home very frustrated and angry myself. But I took time to reflect on what could have possibly been the cause of my struggle and realized that it was fear. I told myself, I'm going to deal with this. And what did I do? I decided to go out. I got a book titled How to Overcome Fear. Very small. I read that book for several weeks and my confidence levels skyrocketed afterwards. It was amazing, but a very interesting experience. Think about it in your life as well. Once in a while, you face situations like that where you are challenged with one or two things that have really cost you a lot due to your weaknesses. But deciding to 
move past that thing by doing one or two certain things to help you overcome that weakness, changed everything about you. Now that decision you made and those steps you took is what I'm trying to insinuate here. That is the exact thing that discipline does to individuals. It helps to redefine your character. It helps to reshaping you to the better you. It brings out the best out of you. Think about this. Harvey Dorfman, an American mental skill coach of education and psychology, once said, Self-discipline is a form of freedom. Freedom from laziness and lethargy. Freedom from expectations and demands of others. Freedom from weakness, fear and doubt. Self-discipline allows an individual to feel his individuality, his inner strength and his talent. I totally agree with David Dorfman here. His observation made me realize that self-discipline always leads to greater self-control. And when you are in a situation whereby you find yourself that you are not highly disciplined, always think about the steps or the things you can do that can help you adjust. Because when you are highly disciplined in a particular aspect of your life, you will always be seen doing the right thing at the right time and invariably dispel fear and anxiety. I've also realized that people who are always seeking to improve their attitude by learning more about their weaknesses from others are prone to be highly disciplined. Have you ever tried asking others about your attitude before? I assure you doing so will help you discover a lot about yourself that may need adjustment. And your ability to endure the pain and the process of disciplining yourself in that capacity will in turn improve the quality of your life and save you any future embarrassments. You will start seeing yourself progressing on different levels. It's not magic. Is reality. I'm sure you'll find it so if you try your best to apply that principle as well. You will always know that focus is something that should be vital in your life. And as well, you will always know what to focus on to improve your attitude and performance with confidence and assurance of change. With time, your mind will be filled with positive responses to mistakes, whether great or small, with a committed effort to improve as well. Now, the fourth thing I would like to talk about is self-discipline helps to increase happiness. Yeah, self-discipline helps to increase happiness. Now, because happiness is mostly felt from the inside, and most results. Of the things you do or things that happen around you are the things that also influence your happiness. For this reason, developing an attitude of self-discipline will increase your happiness. And to accomplish this, try to identify the activities that contribute to most of your happiness. You can do that because you know yourself very well. Those activities, those things that you feel yourself that you do 
Each time you do them, you see yourself in a high mood of joy, exquisite happiness. It could be your skill, your talent, games, hobbies, school, or socializing. Now, your ability to apply daily simple effort to improve on them will end up becoming a habit and also increase your happiness. Have you ever wondered if you are the obstacle of your own happiness? Now, if you've not, please do. Because doing so will automatically unravel your weakness, poor choices, and negative attitudes that is contributing to your sadness and enforce a level of discipline in your attitude. Well, I feel this process is always slow, but with daily efforts, evaluations, and patience, a new habit and better attitude will be formed. I assure you that. It's just like, you know, a mad person going for rehabilitation <laughs> or drug addict desiring to quit. The slower the process, the faster the healing. Alright guys, that was some of today's episode. And I hope you've enjoyed it all through. If you've been inspired by this message, I would love you to share it with someone out there very close to you. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for sacrifice your efforts to listen to every episode I make thank you for trying your best to see how you can as well be a part of this audience and I hope to see you in my next episode I still remain Odemelam Michael do have a lovely weekend bye bye